0: i got got uh, Cousin Jeff with me again. And today, we're going to discuss probably our favorite show between the two of us currently, I would say.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I was trying to think if there was anything else, but right now, Lord knows we waited long enough on Season 3 on this. Yeah. Uh, I did come up with the idea to you. It's like, let, let's recap Ted Lasso. And originally, I did kind of want to do it like... Episode by episode, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way of stuff, so we're kind of catching this four episodes deep.
0: Well, so before we start talking about the current season, do you want to say anything about the previous season? I mean, we've not done anything on Ted Lasso. Oh, well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> why do you like Ted Lasso so much?
1: Man, I think. There, there's a, this is going to sound kind of corny. I don't necessarily really mean it to, um, but I think there's a lot of negative stuff in the world, and for what it's worth, uh, Ted Lasso is something that I think actually strives to be a pretty positive message across most fronts. Yeah, I hadn't, um, thought, I hadn't thought of that. Some I, I do some Yeah. in the mix, but, you know, it's kind of funny because first you know it was just a it was just a funny commercial that NBC did and a funny following commercial that NBC did and somebody's like hey let's turn this into a series and i kind of remember reading it that first time it's like i can't believe they're going to turn this commercial into a series Man. it's going to be terrible <laughs> and then everybody was like oh my god this is awesome the, the
0: world well that was you told me i mean i remember the commercials and i thought they were hilarious oh, the commercials were epic but then when you told me that it was gonna be a show, and I was like, that's the worst idea ever. I remember even saying to you, "It's like this is a one episode, one and done gimmick that's gonna be awful.
1: And, man, I don't know if you remember the initial text message, but at this stage, it's on the internet so much between like Twitter and YouTube and everything else, you can't get away from it. And if I'm spoiling it for somebody, oh my God, this is a scene in season one, Oh, it's all, it's okay. all your fault anyway that you haven't watched it. Yeah, we're just—we're right gonna assume after everybody has seen right the season one, season I saw exactly. them The first time, I think i text texted out everybody. I, I found a video clip of the dark scene, the oh, dark in yeah. the pub, and I was like, "This is the this is the TV. This is the five minute clip. Of the entire TV year. This is the best scene. Period. Any yeah. TV anywhere. Oh. I'll even go farther. That's the best scene in the last five years." For any TV show, yes. in The last five years. Yep. Uh,
0: yeah. You're not hear here. <laughs> I have to sonoramas. think of something. I can't think of anything. Um,
1: I will actually just watch that scene just for.
0: Oh, I The general
1: pick me up in the day. It's incredible. You know,
0: I, you know, I say that. I say that to my. Uh, oh, middle school kids be all the time. Judgmental. <laughs> yes. that, that, Don't be judgmental. Be curious. That,
1: just that little model, I think, encompasses everything the show's really about. Um, and so much of it is like, even though it's a it's a it's a coach of a soccer team, it's not really about that. It, it's a father kind of coming to grips with being away from his family that he loves and trying to be like this positive influence and trying to figure out how he fits in their life i'm thinking a way to put it yeah. um, which i think to a certain extent is when he gives the speech in the dark game it's it might as well just simply be a message to how he wants his son to view the world yeah. Yeah. Wow, you went real deep on there. <laughs> I thought
0: about that scene. <laughs> no, that scene is the best. I do love that scene, too.
1: If you haven't watched it, go go YouTube. Ted Lasso, Dark Scene.
0: Well, maybe I can even include a, include a link to that on this episode. Because it is definitely... It's awesome. It's my favorite scene in the whole series, of course. But there's so many good scenes.
1: And they even kind of... I don't know, they're they layer the characters really well like if you go back to all the way to the very first one or two episodes you're kind of expecting Rebecca the team's owner to be almost this like major league Oh I thought so too owner. yeah. But that's not
0: she's just, she just using him to move the team yeah. or get some kind of money deal sell it whatever yeah. Just, yeah but she's not that at all. The um, <sighs> was I just thinking about oh, we're not even mentioning the other great thing about this show, Roy. Man, he's my favorite character since Park and Rec. Oh, Ron Swanson. Ron, uh, Ron Swanson was my favorite character, you know, and then. uh So it was George Costanza, (laughs) and then Ron Swanson took the title. And then he was keeping, even though Parks and Rec was over, he had the title. But then Roy, (laughs) Roy took it.
1: I would, I would love to include some Roy Kent quotes in this podcast. But the truth is, unless I'm just going to say Roy, I really can't, because everything else has an F bomb in (laughs) it.
0: That's season two was so great when he was on the soccer show as a commentator. <laughs> My
1: favorite part is when he goes to the uh, when he goes to the uh, PTA meeting with his niece. Yeah. And the teacher's like, uh, I don't know. "She's cursive." He's like, "Really?" He's like, uh, "That's what you say every fourth word." Let's get out of here. I have some ice cream. I mean, I no course like two minutes later you see him eating ice cream in the car yeah best on deliver all right so
0: we're just going to assume everybody has seen at least the first two seasons so we're going to go into the third season and uh, so that first episode season three what was your initial
1: I kind take of on I, the first well the first episode I, I figured there was a little bit of a, a set the table for the season run, right. I liked, but I already to, to maybe I don't think this is a guarantee yet. But there's a pretty strong rumor the third season is the final season. Oh, they've already started kind of planting that flag. They started it early. This goes back to what I said about Ted and his family overseas. That there's little nuggets in there of yeah. like him being away from the sun. And he's going to go back. And they just, just not to jump ahead so much at the first, but through the first four episodes, they build on that every single episode okay. of things that happen. So, Ted this conference again, his son and his ex-wife. You think they're going to have,
0: is the manager, the rival manager going to come back?
1: You think, and then Roy's going to leave? I've, and, I yeah. don't, Jump well jump ahead to the fourth episode there's a small bit of the whole Nathan Shelley redemption story that maybe that folds a hair to where it's like Nate's back in the fold all around right with the world okay um, which I really didn't want I spent a whole year between season two and a three like really hating Nate like <laughs> yeah me too um more than an adult mill should at a television show. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. I, we'll see. There's a. paint the is still very much in the. under the spell of the West Ham fold and the Rupert, the new club owner. Yeah, you know, and something just hit me. Did they ever,
0: like, resolve Rebecca and the player on the team that they're.
1: Oh, fleeing? Sam? Didn't that, okay, didn't, so I'm trying to remember what yes happened and, with that. Uh, a little bit. So the third season, and I think you might have seen this in one. of The first two episodes, you know, Sam is working on opening a restaurant. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He actually gets it open. He has the team there. He really likes the food. But there's like a couple of things through like the third season where Sam and Rebecca are kind of looking at each other. And there's one big scene in the, in this last. In the, in the, I think it's the third episode where he's doing the grand opening of the restaurant. He's kind of flirting around with like the head waitress, I think, at the restaurant. Yeah. And Rebecca looks over and like sees Sam talking uh, to this girl. She's like, yeah. Okay, so that means she still has feelings. Yeah. Th- okay. That's, th- there's enough of a little bit of an Easter egg and all that that I feel like that's okay. kind of unresolved. <laughs> Uh, so, there's, there's a lot that's unresolved on the relationship
0: side of things in that show. So what did you think on that first episode, season three, about Roy and um, the breakup? Um,
1: I don't go as far as, like, uh, did you see when Roy told the coaches, other coaches was that in episode two, I think, Kelly and I broke Oh, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. The was like, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. why <Wow.
0: laughs> they're all asking you which why'd she that, break up with you I man, broke up I've with seen, her
1: what I've seen so much stuff on this like I don't know why they feel the need to keep Roy and Keely apart I've not had enough of this that's all over Twitter oh really um, which I mean I can I can take it a little deeper than that it's like Roy I think um, what's it, is it Goldsmith that plays Roy Keane. I think I, if I messed up the name I'm sorry um, but I, I read a really good thing that's like the reason like Roy loved Keely has nothing to do with like Roy loving Keely it's just that Roy still despises part of himself and doesn't think he should be happy <laughs> which is kind of funny to hear at first and then I was like that kind of fits the Roy character a little Who bit. Who I mean, said this? No, th- th- this was just something I saw all um, I don't
0: know uh, if I agree with that. I don't know, man. I don't they know. say in the show that they're just like, they got different schedules. Okay. They never see each uh, other.
1: And, man, I feel like that's just Roy's excuse to get out. I, I, mean, I, uh, I mean, just okay. to put it bluntly, if you want to bleep this part out, that's fine. <laughs> he spent his career to a certain extent on the field. Being a miserable prick, and now he can't, feels He feels like he can't turn that off uh, enough for someone to care about him.
0: Okay. But you think that all that got resolved in season two with them I don't know. I guess.
1: <laughs> things are complex in that regard.
0: So, what's going to happen with um, the new free agent and. The previous star of the team—that's got to be a
1: well. So that that kind of gets addressed on the end of, which I don't think you've seen any of that. That's part, okay. You they, can. They, uh, These are spoilers just for, for me to go So ahead. the big signing for Richmond is uh, a very mercurial striker named Zava. <laughs> you
0: gotta tell the Zava soon. quote,
1: "Ah uh, yes, and compete." <laughs> Basically, you get introduced to Zava as he walks up to this one person, and he's like, and literally says, it's an honor for you to meet me. That was to Rebecca, wasn't it? I don't think it was to Rebecca, I was thinking it was like, I can't remember who, it it might have been Rebecca, I don't think. I think it was to Rebecca when he said that. Which, if anybody hasn't been able to put two and two together, Zava is, in real life, supposed to be Zlatan Ibrahimovich if you need to dig into that feel free I'm not gonna break all that down. but I mean even like kind of the same facial hair okay build everything else yeah but so the second episode ends Zava's supposed to be going to uh list him with uh Rupert and Nate Shelley and all his money and he basically turns around at the very end and says no I'm going to uh I wouldn't assign to Richmond, basically because Rebecca goes in the bathroom and says, you know what, you might have been great at one time, but I'm not really sure you're anything anymore. But uh, I think that's kind of where you left off. Zava decides he's going to Richmond. Episode three is Zava kind of. Coming to Richmond? Coming to Richmond and the whole kind of. Integrating with the team. So, which what there are some really funny parts to that? What about the first time he meets Ted? Um, that's got to be hilarious. Man, not not really because <laughs> there's so much of Sava that he's almost in his own little world over <laughs> here. Yeah, he's that, got to, that's the whole point. That, that there's kind of a minimal reaction between like Sava and Ted because there's no there's minimal exchanges between Zava and everybody and anybody yeah okay Um, I think the best part of that is simply Zava um, going over well there's one part where he goes into the to the coach's room and they're trying to figure out what formation to basically best play with him yeah and he goes over And they kind of got like 4-4-2 and they've got some other things. And he basically takes the other ten players into a little ball on like the defensive side of the pitch puts them all together and then puts himself just like right up here all by himself, which is the Zava character in an absolute nutshell. That's great. That's perfect. (laughs) But in that third episode, I mean, yes, they're kind of running – Everything through Zava, but he's scoring gold. Richmond's winning every game, and it's kind of setting up this three-team race in the third episode at the top of the table
2: uh-huh. with West Ham, with West Ham, with Richmond, and with Manchester City. Where
1: Jamie Tarts old club will get into Jamie a little later, and his views on all of this. Yes. Well, so
0: so what about when Jamie and Zava do they have?
1: There's got to be something to do with that or well, there, there's one. Or at least with Jamie's side of it. Um, in the fourth episode, Jamie... The fourth episode where Jamie... When they play West Ham, um, Jamie has a shot on goal in that game that hits off the top of the crossbar. Was that the 1-1 game? No, or is this another game against West Ham? It's, this is another game against West Ham. This is the fourth episode where oh, okay, Richmond okay. finally plays West Ham and makes well, the coach. They played them in the very first game, didn't they? No. Who did they tie in that first?
0: Uh, there's was Chelsea, I think. Oh, that's I think right. I it was Chelsea. It was Chelsea.
1: Okay, um, okay. So now they're playing West Ham. Let's we'll skip ahead a little bit where Jamie's like, at first he's like, Zava's here to take my spot, which he kind of is. Yeah. Jamie kind of gets relegated to a little bit back of the pack. One really good thing they do in episode four is, and I may have even started at the end of episode three, I can't remember, but Jamie goes to Roy and starts asking him, what do I need to do to be as great as Zopper? And they talk a little bit and Roy says, you know, I can train you. Yeah, this was at the end of episode three because it was in Sam's restaurant. and, And Jamie's like, well, all right. Um, and Roy's like the well, first thing Roy swats like an eclair out of Jamie's hand. At that says he's like, we start right now. And he's like, I'll be at your house at four in the morning. He's like, what? But anyway, and like the first time coming through, Jamie's like, you know, struggling to get out of bed. Roy's knocking on the door. He's like, boy, oh, time to start drinking. And he gets him out of there, and he's working him, and you know, Jamie's kind of going through the motions but did the rocky training montage kick in why but you're the best <laughs> and this is the whole evolution of jamie even through like say the middle of the second season all the way to now um, and i mean he can even touch back more like jamie like even told Keeley, i still got feelings for you and he wouldn't he told roy he's like you know that was kind of a stupid thing of me to do i'm sorry Jamie's kind of waiting on Roy to just punch him and lay him out Roy yeah, yeah, yeah. just kind of pats him on the shoulder Yeah, but that kind of plays into where like I remember when Jamie's dad shows up oh, in yeah. the locker room as a total dick oh, yeah, Jamie punches him out and goes Roy's the one who goes over and hugs Jamie until you know, weirdly that's like kind of my this weird, favorite, like, favorite part of, of the show yeah, is I this Roy Jamie interaction I agree because at the end of episode so I know I'm jumping all around episode 4 Jamie hits the crossbar. Zava says, Jamie, you should pass passed to me, basically. West uh, Ham ends up kind of wiping out Richmond. Okay. will come back to that game in a second, but they fast-forward a little bit to, like, the next morning, and Roy is about to knock on Jamie's door at four in the morning, and Jamie just opens it, and he's in, like, full training. He's here. already he's ready like, to go. let's go. go. Awesome. Um, yeah, he's out the door, and he's like... It's another thing. It's like, yeah, I think, like, I, I can't be this guy willing to put in the work. Um, now, going all the way back to, and I'll kind of just summarize the rest of the West Ham game. Going back to the end of the second season where Nate basically tells Ted to F off. Right. And you know, he rips the belief sign in half. Yeah. Before he leaves. You've never seen Nate do it, but you know he did it. So... Before the West Half game, the players discover the sign has been ripped. Ted knows who did it. The coaches kind of know who did it, but the players don't really. Okay. Well, so, I, th- I think it was, I it might have been Coach Beard, I'm not sure, but anyway. Somebody finds video footage of Nate actually ripping the sign. Oh, wow! Well, okay. And, coach beard and uh and really want to show it to the team and ted says basically no and part of that is like oh he's still like holding out like the reconciliation with Nate and all this um, ted's eternal quest to find the goodness of everybody but west ham gets up to nothing at the break richmond looks kind of lifeless oh, no. ted goes out and talks to rebecca in the hallway and at that time, Coach Beard and Roy <laughs> showed the, the video footage to the team. without Ted knowing. Right. Oh. And they all go out. They're all like glaring bullets through Nate. And basically in the second half, so Richmond gets like five red cards. <laughs> End up losing the game four to one. Um, and there is one scene, like beforehand, where Nate, before the game, where Nate, is maybe about to apologize to Ted they're in the elevator by themselves they're talking a little bit and then the elevator door opens and Rupert who owns West Ham walks up uh, and Ted yeah, just leaves with Rupert but then after the game Ted goes to shake Nate's hand and Nate runs out on the field and bridge with his team totally ignores Ted and then has a scene even after that where he meets Rupert in a bar and Rupert set up like a couple of hot girls to come over and talk to Nate it's the whole Good. man it's the whole yeah, okay. seduction of the dark side thing. Continue with the sports car. Now the girl is oh, yeah. okay. But that goes back to like the scene in the elevator, and even Nate talk to Rupert about should I apologize to Ted? Rupert, of course, is like you did what you needed to do. Forget yeah, that. that's past. But that's the whole like the beginnings of the Nate redemption story, which I don't know if I really wanted him to, to do because I thought they spent an entire second season. Kind yeah. despicable to be honest but if they're um, going to end the whole series which, just, if this is going to be the last that's, season now that's another thing too I don't know if it was in the third episode but Ted's on like a, a call with his ex-wife and like the, the new boyfriend answers the phone oh
0: that was at the end of the second
1: episode okay yeah, does it that. address exactly who the new boyfriend is no uh, so, okay, the new boyfriend is the marriage counselor that Ted and the ex-wife went to. <gasps> oh no! And uh, you know that happens. And Ted like talks to his wife, talks to his boy a little bit, lets it go. But at the end of the fourth episode, he calls the ex-wife to a certain extent. It's something that Ted's never done in that entire show. I don't think anybody. who basically, tells his ex-wife, "Look, you really pissed me off." Okay. Out right there, I don't like this. I don't like being away. It,
0: he kind of. So he doesn't yell at her. He just tells her. No, it. he, just, tells he her just he just straight. Tells her but later, he, but it's like the first mad. time he kind
1: of drew the line in the sand. Yeah. And that call ends. She hangs up, and she kind of smiles, which I kind of when They're slowly working towards Ted getting his family back, all of his family back. Okay. Um, some She just needed him to feel, to basically show that all of this has made him angry, that he cares enough to be angry. for him. that's that's my viewpoint on it. <laughs> okay. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe.
0: But she's living with, or she's got the. Well, she's got cancer the he, boyfriend. He, he okay.
1: I'm, and there's even a point too, in the, maybe the second episode where Ted turns to Coach Parity's like, why are we still here? I no, that was in the, that was in that second episode too. It's all of these little, for a second, a better way to put it, Easter eggs where I felt like they're they're going to him, this, where Ted is going back to the states. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if that would like open up late to reconcile with Richmond, come back with Rebecca. They've left Richmond in good hands. Tech can go. Who knows? He's going to... There's there's a lot to get to between now and then. Um, he's going to come back to the States and coach the Five Stripes. Yeah, come on. I'd be all for that. <laughs> they got a 1-1 one, one draw tonight. And props to Atlanta United for a point on the road. And a, kind of a tough place to play. That cracker jack box plays up at... Uh, New York, uh New York uh, City uh, Football Club. Red Bulls? No, not the Red Bulls, NYCFC. Oh. Uh, uh, play uh, at Yankee Stadium on a pitch that's about Yay Big and Yay wide. Okay. <laughs> in case y'all needed a visual uh, representation of that, I held my fingers about four inches apart each way. <laughs> Trick ass filled. But um, Yeah, I really liked everything that built up in like the first three episodes, like especially like the integration of Zyva with the team and all. I, I don't know. I'm still... Talking about the fourth episode made me kind of be a little less harsh on it. I didn't like the whole mate reconcile story so quickly. Mm. Um, well, now, is there only going to be ten
0: episodes? I don't know. That's um, all there's been on the first two seasons. I saw the second season had twelve. The I code. thought they did I might be wrong I mean you know they originally only had a certain amount and then Apple made them make two more episodes and that's why you got that weird Coach Beard episode in season two I think me and you look at that episode very differently
1: I really enjoyed that episode I,
0: I didn't hate it but if I had to pick my least favorite it would be that one it just didn't fit, I don't know. To me, it just didn't fit the whole.
1: I kind of line like the look Bane. behind the glass of. I mean, he's kind of a weird guy anyway. Yeah, I mean. And there's a little bit that yeah. just kind of fits the weirdness that I think is his life to a certain extent. Yeah, but
0: if, if you throw that episode out, does it
1: change anything? Um. Made me view him a little differently Maybe. how he
0: fits into the group. And he did get to, and you did get to see uh, Jamie's dad get beat up. That's also a plus. So that, I mean, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the other extra episode was. That they, I'm pretty sure they, they, they basically made
1: him make two more episodes. That they might have just stretched out like the final yeah, couple might, of couple of episodes, or the final story there over a couple of episodes where Richmond gets promoted at the end. So uh, Maybe, I,
0: I'm not sure where they did. Oh, so what about the whole
1: um, newspaper columnist staying with the team? How's that? thing? Well, I mean, so far, oh, there is one big thing on that, but I mean, so far Trent's just kind of blended in for a second, I put it. Although, you know, there's, there's the one Richmond player on the team who's kind of who's gay, but he's not really told him Oh, right. Name. Yeah. But Trent actually sees him make it out with another guy in an alleyway. Uh, okay. Nobody knows that Trent saw it. Um, Whether Trent does anything with it or not, I don't know. I did
0: like that whole scene with uh, him and Roy. Roy was the one that finally like said it was okay to to talk in front of him. You can talk to us after that. <laughs> that was classic. That, that was probably the best part of the whole third season so far to me was that whole moment when he read the article that was 18. that was I really good. Like the fact with
1: like where was like that was the first time I realized I couldn't keep up anymore. I was shy. Uh, he yeah. looked at Trent he was like yeah you are he <laughs> Shot,
0: so, have we realized that in our uh, in our careers?
1: Um, <laughs> some things, yes. I think that's it's a it's a hard uh, it's a hard lesson to learn, but that's what it is. I think that's why we transitioned to the so Did I say it's say, It's kind of like me at least. Uh, I still think I've got pretty good touch in my hands. Yeah, that's my best attribute, which.
0: It's, it's mostly what
1: pickleball yeah, is, yeah. kind of place the strengths I've got, so... Well, my
0: strength has always been a little bit of the quickness, and, uh, and pickleball lets me do that, too. I love playing at the, at the well, at the kitchen and balling, and uh, that's always been my game anyway, so it makes me feel like I can, I'm still doing it on the tennis court. Man, if you
1: start showing through the TV, guys, I realize this is turning into a pickleball episode away from Ted Lasso. That's okay. And I, man, there's a lot of pickleball on television these days. So, did you...
0: All We're going off subject here, but did you watch that special pickleball match with Agassiz and McEnroe and... Oh, no, I did not see this. Did you know about it? No, no I didn't know about this. Oh yeah, it was... Uh, who were the other two guys? I mean, it, you would know all four of them. These four big tennis guys, and they were playing a pickleball match. And they it, it got some ads on TV. I don't know if Sampras was one of them, and then another guy around. If it was Jimmy Connors? I, I don't remember who that was, I can't remember.
1: How was the quality? Well, I
0: didn't see it. Oh, okay. I haven't. I was, I, was, I was when you were saying all you've seen a lot of pickleball. I thought maybe you might have saw this match. I've seen this. But yeah, I, I, watch a lot of, I watch a lot of those events, YouTube will do like live events, and uh, I've watched Ben John's several times. You know, me and Wade talked about going to that, they had a, a tournament in Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah, and we, we, we thought about going, but I forget what happened that kept us from
1: doing it. I guess people need to hear this or not, but I don't think we're pretty close to being on that. I'm jumping on 75 here. So are we
0: going to take 285 or go straight to 75? I think
1: from here it's,
0: well, it's
1: whatever we get to first, I think. Well we get to 285 first, I didn't know like traffic was, which would be better. I was trying to see how far, well, 14 miles. It actually says 75 and 85 for
0: Well, we've gone through most everything. What's your prediction for the – this is the final season? Do you think he's going back home?
1: I I do think it's kind of all set up for him to go back home. Do you think Nathan will end up the coach at Richmond? That I don't know. I I I feel like there is a need to a certain extent because so much of the show is kind of positive to kind of let there be a bow – on every, almost everything. So what but about what about Coach Beard? Do you think he um, stays? I I, I, I don't know. That's where it kind of gets a little bit into I, I'm not sure. Based far. on
0: everything so far, I would say he would. But I don't know. He, he seems to fit in with the culture. would better. I don't
1: know if he would become. I don't think he'd become the coach. I, mean, I, I definitely think to a certain extent Richmond will, I think Richmond's going to win the league. I think, I think Jamie's going to be the hero of Richmond winning the league somehow. Whether like Zava gets injured and Jamie has to step up or if there's like some sort of like blow up there where Zava like has a tantrum and just like they shall not pay anymore. <laughs> and they still win it without you. Yeah. I think that's kind of setting up the whole in spite of Zava thing storyline. I, mean, so I have some weird uh,
0: football play. That, <laughs> that was my only problem with the first
1: season. When they did that. Oh, like the super gimmick stuff? Yeah. I do not like that very much either. But other than that, I mean, um, the first season. It- I, did, I did like one subtle thing they did in the fourth episode where they were... West Ham had just scored to go up one nothing. It was close to halftime, and Ted and, the, and Ted and Baird and, and Roy was talking about, okay, let's just get to halftime. And you see Nate kind of seeing the Ted, and then just want to get to halftime. And he like signals his guys for a hard press right off the first touch, and they West Ham has the second goal off of that, which does kind of underscore the. The, the tactical advantage thing that they, for sake of better way to put it, tried to get it get working. So, by the way, man, you can't uh, you can't take a 285 around here if you want to. That's what I'm gonna do. What do you think happens with Rebecca? I don't know if they're going to piece that back together or not. I kind of don't think so. Do you think Roy um, and Keeley end up together at the end? I, now that's, a, I kind of feel like that's kind of a main component of the story. I, that's I feel like there. something's going to happen there, but I, I don't know.
0: Now, do you see the therapist from season two anymore? I mean, she was in that first episode. And
1: Very rarely. So, but she has been in there since then. Um, just on like a, a very quick like conference call with, Home call with Ted with Ted. Okay. But I think they've by and large kind of written her out at this stage, and I think that's kinda of, what was supposed to happen there, so... Yeah. Alright, well, I think that's... Yeah, I think that does cover us through like four episodes of this here. We'll,
0: so we will definitely try to... Hopefully that gets everybody caught up today. Hopefully it wasn't too confusing. But we will definitely do a better job with uh, trying to do an episode over We'll do a podcast for each episode. All right, can you commit to that? Yeah, I think
1: I can probably make that work. So,
0: so I got to get caught up. I'll do that tomorrow, and then uh, after episode five, we'll uh, we'll do a podcast. But we can do an immediate reaction
1: podcast. They come on on Wednesdays. Right? Yeah, it's Wednesdays on Apple TV. What time? Um, man, I think it pretty much drops like right in the morning. I don't think oh, is there the in waiter, the morning. Think, oh, okay, okay. So it's pretty much just whenever Wednesday rolls around. It. so uh, definitely uh,
0: try to get a podcast for each episode. That way, it'll be a little more fresh on our mind and a little more specific on the details. and All right, so we are signing off for this episode,
1: and we'll... I think we're kind of signing off from a pretty long podcast run here. <laughs> kind of covered a little bit of everything. Well. You know, this I owe
0: it to our listeners since I kinda of went dark there for maybe over a month. So uh,
1: got a worth of content in about two days Aaron. So we're
0: we're gonna have several podcasts coming at you in the future and uh, uh as always if you guys have any comments or uh request or bracket or anything, you can let me know. My email is tjones Jones one at gmail.com So uh Send me a send me an email with any any information. Whoa! So, <laughs> podcasting and driving is not always the best idea. <laughs> Thought I missed an exit there for a second. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to y'all soon. See y'all later. Today's episode is sponsored by the 47th Annual Apple Festival 5K Road Race in beautiful LAJ, Georgia, which will be held on October 14th. The first 100 participants will receive an apple pie from one of LAJ's prestigious apple houses. For more information and registration, visit active.com. After the race, stay for the 52nd Apple Festival hosted at the LAJ Lions Club Fairgrounds. There is also the Apple Classic Auto Show, the Apple Festival Parade, and plenty of arts and crafts in downtown Ellijay. For more information, visit georgiaapplefestival.org or click the link in the episode details.